Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to yet another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today I'm pontificating on this topic. In support of pod fading. Pod fading is once again back in the news today, uh, recently, and it'll never go away. So I figured we should have an honest talk about it and I should do what I do best, and that is play the devil's advocate, be the devil's advocate, and discuss why it's okay to pod fade. Let's define that term, shall we? Because it's a bit of a misnomer. What pod fading means is to stop podcasting. Well, okay, great. But pod fading, it's, it's the wrong term, right? When something fade, when fades, it slowly disappears from view. Well, podcasts that have pod faded, all that means is they're not producing episodes anymore. In most cases, in fact, in many cases, I've got a number here that my friend Todd Cochran from Blueberry put together. Uh, I think he estimated that two-thirds, or maybe it was a third, some big number, of the podcast currently in the Apple podcast ecosystem, which is, has over 550,000 podcasts. So something like a couple hundred thousand podcasts have pod-faded in, in his terminology, which means they failed to put out a podcast put out a new episode of their podcast in the last, say, six months. They just kind of fade out. Okay, that's true. That's that's what pod fading means, just so you know. Um, again, you see why it's not a term, because the problem is that the content remains. It's just not being regularly updated. So, that's pod fading. And I think pod fading can be a good thing, right? So, let me just get this out of the way early. Listen, if, if it's not working out, businesses, or just hobbyist podcasters, if the thing that you thought you wanted to do you're no longer doing on a podcast or doing that thing on your podcast didn't lead to the results you wanted it to stop. It's okay. Quit. We're fine with that. It's it's we give you permission. I give you permission. Quit. But before you do that, I do have some helpful tips. And that's what I wanted to chat about on the live video today. I've got four tips Two that can happen before you begin, so not a value to you right now if you're thinking about quitting. But for the quitters or the potential quitters out there, potential pod faders out there, the last two are interesting options that you might want to consider that may keep you in the game for a while. So this is called in support of pod, pod, pod fading, but it's really, it's four ways to avoid pod fading for your show. Hopefully, you, you find these things helpful. And, and here's the deal. And remember, this is for businesses. This this topic is for businesses. I think that you hobbyist watching can probably pull some value out of that because anything is, is a good idea, right? Business ideas have to stay viable. So hopefully you get that too. So let me give you some before tips. The before you start, before you drop your first episode, when you're sitting in the boardroom, coming up with this brilliant idea, 
or if you're a worker bee and you want to come take this brilliant idea of starting a podcast for your company into your C-suite people, into your supervisor, whoever. Before you do it, I got two tips for you. Number one, be realistic. Be realistic about this thing, this venture that you are about to embark upon. And I really mean that in two different ways. One is be realistic in the investment required. Be realistic about the investment required for your business to produce a podcast. Three ways to uh, think about investment. Investments in time. This takes a lot of time. I know it takes you 20 minutes to listen to an episode, but it takes a lot of time to produce that episode. And all, it's insane. I mean, concepting, then actually doing the work of the editing, writing all of the content. I mean, the, the time investment is is significant. And produce something that is of exceptional quality takes a lot of time. It's not unusual for professional podcasters to spend 60 hours or more on an episode. I have a new client that I'm working with. The total investment time between the two of us, about 25 hours right now. It takes a lot of time to put out an episode of these. Second is an investment in money. This is this is expensive. You either have to buy buy the right equipment, like four hundred dollar microphones and a complete setup to work, soundproofing your offices. Takes money, or to pay somebody to do stuff. It takes an investment in human resources, right? HR. Human resources. It takes human resources, human capital to do this stuff. Who are your hosts? Who is your host? Who's your editor? Who's your text writer? Who's the executive producer? Who are all of these things that you're maybe not thinking of because a podcast is just press record and go is true. But for a business, it's going to take some people doing time, doing time. It's going to take time from people to do stuff. And don't they have regular jobs to do? Yeah. Think about that. Think about how much time it's actually going to take. So. Be realistic about it. Make sure you understand all these things going into it. The second part of realist, realistic, uh, being realistic is to level your expectations. Be realistic of, of what you think might happen. If you think this is going to bring thousands of customers to your door immediately, you're probably wrong. So you may want to adjust your expectations. You probably also should be realistic um, about the output, what your people actually want. Just because you like listening to podcasts of a certain style, that doesn't necessarily mean that's what your audience is going to want. So be realistic about the output that you're going to be able to do that's going to satisfy the needs of your goals. That was one. I said I got three and I'm running out of time. Holy cow. Number two, before you start, think about a planned exit. Pod podcasts do not have to be published every single week for the rest of time. They don't even have to be published weekly don't conflate consumption habits by production habits or even publishing habits. Yes, most podcasts are produced on a regular schedule, just like a television program is. A broadcast television program, but Netflix already told us we don't have to do that. We can drop everything. So have a planned exit. And to me, I think that's two different areas. One is a limited run where you design something to be out in six episodes and done. That's it. Over finished six episodes is what it'll take me to tell the story and that's done great that's not pod faded that was designed to be ended there second thing is think about seasons maybe you don't exactly know what you're going to go but you or where, where this is going to go but you have the ability to do 
at least 10 episodes about something, 20 episodes about something, and then you'll reevaluate afterwards, great. Call it a season. Cap it at the end of a season. That'll come back in a minute. So those are two things before you start. Be realistic and have a planned exit. Now let's talk about it for those who are podcasting right now, who are thinking of hitting the pod fade button. There is no pod fade button. It's just not hitting any other buttons. For two things to think about. Number one, business. Remember this. You're a business. Pivot. If your business model is not working, if it's not working for you to bring in the sorts of results you need, pivot. Try something else. I guarantee you there's a lot more things you could do in audio podcasting than you're doing today for your business. So try something completely and totally different. Expand your horizon. Get inputs from other people. Try a different format. It's okay to completely pivot from what you're doing if it's not working. I get it. Fourth option is, well, maybe you should sunset it. Maybe maybe not pod fade it, but truly sunset it. Lock it up, close it down, finish it at the last episode that says, we're not producing this anymore. If it's worthy of staying up. If it's not worthy of staying up, take the damn thing down, please. But if it's worthy of staying up, fine. You know, books don't continue having chapters added to them once they're published, typically. Maybe a podcast shouldn't either. So if you want to wrap it up, wrap it up. And then here's the key part. Go do something else. Because every bit of experience helps. How many failed businesses did you start before you got into this one? Same model. If you need help getting your business-focused podcast launched or relaunched or trying to figure out how to approach this medium, this, that is what I do. I launch podcasts. I make shows for firms that lead to measurable business outcomes. Check me out at podcastlaunch.pro. If you want to get in touch, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. I'll be back tomorrow with another podcast pontifications. Cheers! While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, 
Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.